Well, this is a great joy to be with you all this morning, and what a wonderful uh, national holiday we celebrate today. And we have to remember its origin and its purpose until this very day is to give thanks to God. It's not just to give thanks, like in a kind of a general way, okay? It is to give thanks to God. The the origin of this uh, holiday, this national holiday, is explicitly religious, Okay, uh, a little bit of a kind of a legendary origins in the uh, the pilgrims of uh, Plymouth Plantation uh, and the Indians that celebrated a Thanksgiving feast early on in the early 17th century. I mean, there is there's truth to that. It's a quasi legendary sort of origin of the of the holiday, but it, there is some kind of historical reality there. It became uh, a little bit more crystallized and solidified under the presidency of our first president, George Washington, who declared uh, this day a a national holiday. Uh, After George Washington, its observance was a little bit hit and miss, and people observed it in different times in different states. Um, Sometimes they didn't observe it, for example. Um, But then it really, our current practice of Thanksgiving really began and finally solidified totally with Abraham Lincoln. And it was actually right during the Civil War uh, that he declared this a national holiday. So it was really it was in the midst of war, and it was in the midst of a terrible war that was taking place. And when he said this is going to be a national holiday, it's going to take place on the fourth Thursday of every November, and it's going to be observed uniformly throughout all the United States uh, of America. And this is the uh, this is the declaration that he. Uh, read and and sort of declared to make this official. I'm going to read it for you. The language is very flowery and kind of complicated, so you got to pay attention. Then I'm going to give you, a, for your listening pleasure, I'm going to give you a Father Tedeschi version because this is it's kind of complicated. All right, so so listen closely. It's very beautiful though, very meaningful. The year that is drawing towards its close has been filled with the blessings of fruitful fields and healthful skies. These bounties, which are so constantly enjoyed that we are prone to forget the source from which they come, others have been added, which are of so extraordinary a nature that they cannot fail to penetrate and soften even the heart, which is habitually insensible to the ever-watchful providence of Almighty God. In the midst of a civil war of unequaled magnitude and severity, which has sometimes seemed to foreign states to invoke and to provoke their aggression, peace has been preserved with all nations. Order has been maintained. The laws have been respected and obeyed. And harmony has prevailed everywhere except in the theater of military conflicts. While that theater has been greatly contracted by the advancing armies and navies of the Union. Needful diversions of wealth and of strength from the fields of peaceful industry to the national defense have not arrested the plow, the shuttle, or the ship. The axe has enlarged the borders of our settlements, and the mines, as well of iron as of coal, of the precious metals, have yielded even more abundantly than heretofore. Population has steadily increased, notwithstanding the waste that has been made in the camp, the siege, and the battlefield. And the country, rejoicing in the consciousness of augmented strength and vigor, is permitted to expect continuance of years with large increase of freedom. No human counsel hath devised, nor hath any mortal hand 
worked out these great things. They are the gracious gifts of the Most High God, who, while dealing with us in anger for our sins, hath nevertheless remembered mercy. It has seemed to me fit and proper that they should be solemnly, reverently, and gratefully acknowledged as with one heart and one voice by the whole American people. I do therefore invite my fellow citizens in every part of the United States and also those who are at sea and those who are sojourning in foreign lands to set apart and observe the last Thursday of November next as a day of thanksgiving and praise to our beneficent Father who dwelleth in the heavens. And I recommend to them that while offering up the ascriptions justly due to him for such singular deliverances and blessings, they do also with humble penitence for our national perverseness and disobedience, commend to his tender care all those who have become widows, orphans, mourners, or sufferers in the lamentable civil strife in which we are unavoidably engaged, and fervently implore the interposition of the Almighty Hand to heal the wounds of the nation and to restore it as soon as may be consonant with the divine purposes to the full enjoyment of peace, harmony, tranquility, and union. In testimony whereof I have hereunto set my hand and caused the seal of the United States to be affixed. Done at the city of Washington this third day of October in the year of our Lord 1863 and of the independence of the United States the 88th by the President Abraham Lincoln. So a very, very beautiful reflection. There's a lot going on there. And as I said, for your listening pleasure, I'm going to summarize it here in my own words. Okay. So at the end of the year, we look back and we thank God for the rain and the good weather that have produced an abundant harvest. It's easy to take such blessings of God for granted. However, there have been other blessings that God has given to us that are so out of the ordinary, it's impossible not to notice that they come to us from God. These out of the ordinary blessings are as follows. Even though we're in the midst, in the middle of a terrible civil war, no foreign nation has taken advantage of us and invaded us. We have maintained peace with all nations. Our citizens are obeying the laws and order has been maintained. Peace has flourished everywhere, except, of course, in the immediate theater of battle. And even that theater has been diminished little by little through the success of the Union forces. Even though we've had to spend a lot of material resources on the war, our industries and material progress have not been diminished a bit. Our overall population has even increased, even given the casualties we've suffered from the war. The way things are going, we're all expecting our prosperity to just keep increasing year after year. None of these amazing blessings are the result of human intelligence or effort. They are gifts of God. Even though the war uh, we are suffering is the result of our sins and God's just judgment on our nation, God has not abandoned us, but he's still with us and he's having mercy on us. It has seemed good to me, therefore, that these blessings should be acknowledged by the whole American people. I therefore invite my fellow citizens in every part of the U.S. to set apart and observe the last Thursday of this November as a day of thanksgiving to God. And I recommend to my fellow citizens that on that day they formally acknowledge these blessings as coming to them from God, that they humble themselves before God, acknowledging their sins, and that they commend to God all those who have become widows and orphans because of the war. Finally, I ask them to pray to God that he would heal the wounds of our nation 
and restore it to peace and harmony. How beautiful of a declaration is this? This is the origin of the holiday Thanksgiving that we that we celebrate. And there, we, we, you see the overtly religious nature and origin of this holiday. And we pray that our nation does not forget its Christian heritage and its Christian roots. Uh, a few things just to point out, and there's an amazing parallel here to our first reading in our scriptures today from Syrac. Syrac says, Bless the God of all who's done wondrous things on earth. And isn't that what Abraham Lincoln is talking about? These wondrous blessings, these amazing blessings that we've, we've been given. Uh, and then Syrac continues, He fosters people's growth from their mother's womb and fashions them according to his will. May he grant you joy of heart and may peace abide among you. And that's what Abraham Lincoln is praying, praying for. He's praying for peace. May his goodness toward us endure in Israel to deliver us in our days. And so we see in Syrac this consciousness that we're not just these individuals floating out there, but that we're part of a nation, Israel in the case of the scripture, but for us, America and Americans in our case. And there are so many things that we have received, so many benefits that we received because of other people's labors and because of no human intelligence or effort, just simply because God has providentially set our country apart and has bestowed humongous natural resources and blessings and financial and economic uh, prosperity and peace upon us. Um, and so we as individuals and as families, we have to acknowledge that and thank God for it, recognize its source, where it comes from. Also notice that um, Abraham Lincoln basically says, you know, the war that we're suffering is a result of our sins. Okay? Nonetheless, God is not going to just punish us and have done with us. He's having mercy upon us. And even the punishment, the chastisement, is an expression of his mercy. Think of the national calamities that we uh, undergo even today. You know, I think of terrorism, I think of all the gun violence and all that kind of stuff. I'm not saying it's the case, but I'm saying, is it possible? Could we open up our minds and possibly consider that maybe these bad things that happen to us are a result of our sins as Americans? Are we sinless as a nation? I don't think so. Okay, I don't think so. So it's a time for thanking God for his mercy, but it's also a time for recognizing that we do need to repent. And we need to, uh, as a nation, as a whole, say, you know, for those things that we're doing that aren't good, that are not pleasing to the Creator, we need to come back on, on the, on the, onto the road of goodness and justice and truth. And also to be mindful of those, you know, Abraham Lincoln talked about, you need to pray for the widows and the orphans who have come about as a result of the war. So also for us, we cannot forget those who are underprivileged, those who are disadvantaged and the needy. As soon as we become greedy, we become focused only on material success and we forget about those who, who go without. That's when, that's when those blessings uh, from God stop coming to us. So my brothers and sisters, uh, let's pray as Abraham Lincoln uh, exhorts us to here hundred and something years ago uh, for the peace of our country. Let's pray that we acknowledge our errors and get back on track. And above all, let's thank God for the incredible blessing uh, that blessings that we have as Americans.